Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Welcome, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, Director of Priests for Life. It is our time for prayer and scripture, and it is Election Day. So many elections taking place on the local level, some statewide elections, all important and all worthy of our involvement. Today also the voting concludes, and I say concludes because Election Day actually started the first day of early voting in uh, Ohio for the uh, abortion referendum. Uh, This is a uh, crucially important thing and we'll have a lot to say about it. As we analyze the results, we'll say a special prayer uh, for Ohio uh, here today. But let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord, seek His Word and His Spirit, and pray for one another. Leave your intentions in the comments if you like. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, we do place ourselves in Your presence. You, the God of the universe, are nevertheless closer to us than we are to ourselves. You abide in us, You lead us, You guide us at each moment. You breathe life into us each day, and we thank You for the forgiveness of our sins. We implore that forgiveness once again. We are constantly repenting, constantly on the road of renewal and transformation. Lord, let us accept that forgiveness for ourselves. Enable us to accept that forgiveness for others so that we do not lock them in a box of their past sins, but also allow them within our own mind and heart to grow and to change. We ask you, Lord, to bless our efforts on behalf of life, and bless our efforts on behalf of saving this nation and electing godly leaders. Bless us with godly leaders. Bless us on your path today through Christ our Lord. Amen. The reading today is a marvelous uh, summary of spiritual virtues and uh, it comes to us from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we though many are one body in Christ and individually parts of one another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us exercise them in prophecy, in proportion to the faith, in if ministry, in ministering, if one is a teacher, in teaching, if one exhorts, in exhortation, if one contributes, in generosity, If one is over others with diligence, if one does acts of mercy with cheerfulness, let love be sincere, hate what is evil, hold on to what is good, love one another with mutual affection, anticipate one another in showing honor, do not grow slack in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, Endure in affliction, persevere in prayer, contribute to the needs of the Holy Ones, exercise hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Have the same regard for one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A real roadmap for our daily spiritual lives. 
Brothers and sisters, we are one body in Christ. I was recently, as I told you yesterday, at a meeting of pro-life leaders from throughout the state of Florida, and I participate in and lead many kinds of these meetings, whether it's at the state level or mostly it's at the national level. And one of the things I've always rejoiced in is the variety of different leaders and gifts, the variety of different pro-life groups. Some people wonder why are there so many. Well, it's because there's so many different facets of the issue, and God raises up people according to their own expertise, their own interests to address one or, not, or another particular aspect of the problem. So it's natural and it's good. It's the body that you have many different parts. The challenge is how do we make all those parts work together? Well, one of the ways you make the parts work together is that you come together. We have to give God the opportunity to give us the gift of unity. And that won't start until we're face to face in the same room, come together. And the different parts of the body, the different groups or organizations in any movement, need to be paying some attention to one another. Do the things that foster the unity. When I've had leadership meetings, I've had dozens of leaders at a time right here in our Priest for Life headquarters. I've said to them, do we get each other's uh, e organizational email bl blasts? Do we get each other's newsletters? Do we read them? Simple thing like taking the time to read the newsletter of another group is a key element in fostering unity with that group. How can you foster unity? You don't even know what they're doing. You read their newsletter, you see something that they're doing, you say, oh, there's something about that that I can contribute to them or learn from that or something I can be doing in tandem with that or to reinforce that. You know, there's a big difference between the left and the right, many big differences. And one of the things the left always does, and some people praise them for this, how they march in lockstep, but there's a downside to that. They, they don't believe in individual liberty. Somebody sets the marching orders and they all march like robots. Sure, they accomplish some goals more quickly that way, but they don't respect individual liberty. They're Marxists on the left. They just want to impose and centralize everything top down. Now, sometimes we on the, on the right, on the more conservative side, will envy that and say, oh, we have to work together more in unity. Well, let's be careful to understand properly that unity is not uniformity. We don't necessarily want to march in a lockstep that doesn't display any differences between the different organizations that are working for a common goal. Because otherwise you risk losing the specific gifts of that organization. And here's something else you lose. The motivation on the part of those individual groups to be inventive, to be creative, and to develop better the specific skills God has given to them. Think about it, excuse me, from, a, from, a, from the perspective of business. On the right, we believe in entrepreneurship. If somebody has an idea to build something or to invent something, well, of course, we want, to, we want to encourage them to do that. We want to give them the freedom, the opportunity to do that. You're an entrepreneur. You're going to develop gifts God has given to you. You're going to work on the motivation that He has instilled in your heart. 
And this is how we invent things. In, in America, the, the free market has enabled us to be the country that has brought about the most inventions, think about email and cell phone, that have revolutionized the lives of people all over the world. How are you going to be motivated to work hard to invent something yourself if ultimately that unique contribution is not going to be honored? Ultimately, if something is going to come instead from the top down, you're going to be told, okay, everything has to be within these boundaries and nothing more. And everything is going to be shared equally among everybody and all, that, all of this kind of thinking. It depresses motivation for individual creativity. It's like messaging, you know, we have a message to give, okay. We've got the gospel, we've got the gospel of life, we've got the pro-life message. There are arguments that we know work well with various different groups of people. But each group is given its gifts by God. And, and to develop messaging that will move the people that they're aiming to reach. How are you going to be motivated to create messaging and to discover what works if what you end up saying is just a cookie-cutter thing that's given to you from on high? Where's the individual motivation? Where's the individual gifts of creativity? Where is the individuality of the parts of the body of Christ that, yes, need to come together, but you come together in diversity. You don't come together in uniformity. The unity is the coming together, getting to know one another, and reinforcing each other's work. It's not in the sameness of that work. This is, a, this is an idea that uh, few people really grasp. So many things about this particular reading, furthermore, that tell us about what we need to be doing each day. Note here, brothers and sisters, contribute to the needs of the holy ones, associate with the lowly. Isn't that a specific characteristic of us in the pro-life movement? You know, when I hear associate with the lowly, we speak up for the lowly. The lowliest of all are the, the children in the womb. But associate with them. Dr. Bernard Nathanson, it makes me think of him. I knew him. He was the founder of the abortion movement in America. He became pro-life. And he said, my views, and he's written about this extensively, my views on abortion started to change because of the time I spent with the unborn. Uh, what did he mean by that? Well, he was doing ultrasound. He was learning about the unborn child in a, in a, in a context of people who were intervening to help save those babies if they were if they needed medical assistance. Spending time with the unborn, looking at them. You know, I've, I've, often, I've often pointed out to other pro-life leaders, here we are advocating for the unborn, and what kind of pictures do we, do we show most of the time? We show pictures of the born babies. Well, everybody knows what a born baby looks like. Too many people don't know what an unborn baby looks like. We've got to show the unborn baby. We've got to show the pictures, show the videos of these unborn babies. And we also have to show the pictures and the videos of what an abortion does to that unborn baby. Associate with the lowly. Look at, that means look at them. Learn about them. How well do we know the development of the, of the unborn baby? These are scientific facts. How well do we know? How many times the heart has beat after the first month? And, and things like that. Basically, learn, absorb the basic facts. Associate. And then go where they are. That's one of the reasons we go out in, in vigil 
to the abortion facilities and pray there physically. We don't just think about it. We don't just pray about it. We go there, associate with the lowly. How can you say you're associating with somebody when you're, when you, when you, when you're not together in the same place? So many lessons here. They are the lowliest of the lowly. And brothers and sisters, we always remember and live that. Well, let's turn to the Lord in prayer and then let's pray for all these elections that are, we say, culminating today. If we just think in terms of election day, we're, we're, not going to, we're not going to fully mobilize our side. When there are elections, we have to come out on the very first day that early voting starts and consider that election day and consider every day of the voting to be election day. And then election day in the traditional sense is the culmination of the voting. And that happens to be today for the 2023 elections. Let's pray in the words Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We pray to our Heavenly Mother, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. And the prayer for victory in Ohio. Lord of life and Father of all, we thank you for the great victories that you have brought us as we work to protect the unborn and their moms, dads, and families from the violence of abortion. Lord, as your people now have more opportunity to shape abortion policy in each state, we see many states restoring protection to our unborn brothers and sisters. We also see abortion forces attempting to expand abortion and even declare it a right under their state's constitution. Lord, we pray for victory today in Ohio as we work to protect its constitution from those who want to impose a policy of unlimited abortion. We pray for victory in the election now underway, that Ohio voters will reject the effort of the left to destroy more children and their families, to suppress parental rights, and to take away from the people and their lawmakers the right to protect the unborn from the violence of abortion. We pray, Lord, that pro-life people from across the nation will join hands with the citizens of Ohio to stop this expansion of abortion, which, if it happens, would surely spread to other states. Lord, bring victory to the no vote on issue one. May your people vote early and bring many others to vote. May they speak up for what is right, Take action for what is just and make the sacrifices necessary to preserve the sanctity of life and family. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. I'll be heading to Michigan tonight. The March for Life Michigan is tomorrow. And looking forward to joining all of you who are there. And always looking forward to continuing our collaboration with all of you wherever you are. Stay connected with our ministry, endabortion.us is our main website. And do support our work at prolifegift.org. That's prolifegift.org. Talk to you soon.
Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priest for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to prolifegift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.